video podcast. <laughs> Who better? I'm your king of bad taste. <laughs> well, kiddies, with that, here's your host to put a bad taste in your mouth. <laughs> Welcome back to episode 171 of the Bad Taste Video Podcast. I'm Mike. I'm here with the Halloween homeboy in the home stretch of this madness that we call the spooky season. I I can't (laughs) wait to never have to say that for like the rest of the year. I'm, I'm I can't wait to, uh, to switch over to Hollywood, homeboy. Uh, I'm, like, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm on the brink yeah. of it. I just need to switch <laughs> over. Well, this is the culmination of our October celebration. It's kind of sad to see it go. I have to say it's not Halloween yet. That would be this weekend, but... Just don't feel like it. Uh, it didn't. It didn't feel as Halloweeny to me this year as it normally does. I don't know, dude. Like uh, Halloween kind of had a, a premature ejaculation this year, in my honest opinion. Yeah, like, I agree with that. Like I was going to the stores recently, and like you'd expect there to still be Halloween stuff at the stores, such as Target and Walmart and your other fine local establishments. But what I'm noticing is that uh, they've already pulled these items and they've already put out Christmas things. Like it's Christmas time already. Yeah, dude. Even my local fucking grocery store, like already with the Christmas stuff. And I'm like, you guys, it's fine. You've already, you know, took over the wonderful holiday of Thanksgiving, which I love so much. I love stuffing my face with delicious foods, and that's like the perfect <laughs> holiday for that. And it's fine that you've taken that over, but don't you fucking dare encroach on Halloween any more than you already have. It's it's too much, in my opinion. Remember, everybody used to be like, oh, it's uh, it's Thanksgiving. Like, I guess, I guess it's Christmas season now or whatever. Like, you'll start hearing Christmas shit like Thanksgiving weekend. We're going to hear now, it next week. Dude. Dude. <laughs> It sucks. <laughs> so my birthday is in November and it's like the beginning. Of, well, it's mid-November-ish, the first third of it. Um, and I never considered like my time of birth a Christmassy time of like stores and all that shit. It was yeah, never that like sense. that. It was always like I would go get like the clearance Halloween shit and all sorts of stuff like that. Now... Like, no, any time in November is like, oh, Christmas, 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 Santa Claus, Christmas, shop, Dude, you are shop. in the season, <laughs> full-fledged now. It's it's on. It's, and, I, dude, by next year, I would say the next five years become August 30th. It's going to be yeah. Christmas in the yeah. fucking stores yeah. ready to go. Like how professional sports, like the preseason gets earlier and earlier. Yeah, like there's less time in between. Up. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, it sucks for Thanksgiving if you're a fan because you're it's getting not. skipped the fuck over, right? That's why they never put out uh, Thanksgiving horror movies besides Blood Rage. Oh, yeah, or <laughs> Poltergeist, whatever the fuck. Pol- Poltergeist <laughs> isn't Poltergeist. even... Uh, that's, I don't even think that's Thanksgiving. It's not Jesus Oh, wait, Craig. no, no, no. There's the other one with the, with the act- Thanksgiving. Yeah, you say Thanksgiving, right? That's the, yeah, that's the, the one. one. That's Good it. Boy. <laughs> people people can't make uh only people making money on it like thanksgiving are like 
fucking turkey farmers, so there's no real benefit to anybody else for like you know the grand yeah. scheme of things. So they can't uh, they can't use the people for the greenbacks. So no, Christmas is the, the number Black one Friday, priority. Dude. Oh yeah, Black Friday. Yeah. <laughs> they figured out a way. You know, <laughs> they were like, yeah, where there's yeah. a fucking will, there's how a way. We, how do we tie Christmas into Thanksgiving? I got it. <sighs> yes. Make them Giant shop sale. Thanksgiving night. <laughs> <laughs> but. But it isn't November yet. It's not Halloween yet. So, Grizz, let's continue on this celebration of all things uh, black and orange, like your shirt, right? You got, <laughs> is that orange or is that black? No, it's, it's neither or, but it's cool. It's, I can't. It's, I don't know. The there's lighting. a color What's difference here on Skype, so yeah, it is what it is. But yeah, it's black and orange, the, the, the colors of the season. And dude, I think that like we really... We we cres- we crescendoed up on this high note of horror <laughs> that is is Halloween season with the two choices that we have for our 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 TV uh, show that we watched this week, our Halloween special, and our movie choice for this week. I think both of them are the creme de la creme, if you will. Yes, yes. So this week's TV show that we watched was from a little series that you may know as Home Improvement. Grizz, I have not watched an episode of Home Improvement since it probably fucking left air. It's been years and years and years. And this one specifically, The Haunting of Taylor House, season two, episode six, which aired originally on October 28th, 1992. Man, this one brought me back. And I feel like you had a similar reaction when when watching this. Like, <laughs> holy much. fuck. Yeah, yeah. It's, this is definitely uh, a blast from the past, personally. You know? It really is. I, I feel like I kind of grew up with this family in a way. Like, I was the same age as the kids. You know, there's, you know, the three, the three sons in the family. They're all, like, slightly different age groups. But they're all pretty close in age. And I was in this same age group. So, like, I kind of grew up with this whole family and, like, ah, dude, this show, we watched it every week, me and my dad growing up and stuff. My dad's a big tool guy. Like, we're both carpenters and stuff. So, it's kind of, like, in the family what we used to do and everything. And uh, just watching this episode, man, like, I kind of told you, like, this shit is so fucking depressing, man. <laughs> like, depressing in, like, a good way. Like, it, like, watching it is, like, really nostalgic and it feels good. But at the end of it, I'm like... Man, I'm fucking sad after watching this shit. <laughs> Dude, that's that's I'm gonna get I'm gonna get real serious. Uh first well, not real serious, but like this Breaking is it down. I understand how you feel. It's like that that feeling that you get when you're in like your mid twenties and like you realize like fuck, like I I can never go home. I can never go back to that like you know, time that like growing up and having no responsibilities yeah you have like this fucking sense of like that shit is gone and it's fucking gone forever the weight of the world is now on your shoulders yeah 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 you know what i agree with you with this show i feel like when you're looking at the things around the house the toys the kids have the decorations that are fucking around the way that the kids are dressed for halloween it's like wow this is what i remember as a kid like this really is something that i guess i can relate to when it comes to characters and a setting i mean i didn't grow up in detroit but it's like a suburb that they live in it's like a fucking 
you know, the dad's a knows how to fix things and all this shit. Like the mom's really the boss and all that sort of stuff. You know what I mean? Like that, Dude, that, this brought me back. The relationship between uh, between the Tim character and Jill, played by uh, Patricia Richardson, who she looks damn good with gray hair, girl. God damn. <laughs> She's like, she's getting it. I'm just looking at her picture real quick. But anyways, like, they're kind of like, their relationship, I think, kind of, like, molded the, what I would, like, craft all of my future relationships with, like, my significant others in the future would be. Because I have always such a smartass and, like, joking. But it's, like, in an endearing way, like, you know? And it's the same way between, like, Tim and Jill in this show where it's, like, they're always like kind of egging each other on and they're always like throwing the one-liners at each other and i fucking love that dude like to me like this was like the best family on television they had like you know step by step family matters all of these like fresh prints all this stuff happening at the same time but for me like i always idolized this family as being like that's the family i'd want to be in yeah this was this would be I mean, I don't know. For me, it's 50-50 between this and Roseanne. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't have Darlene be my sister. I was way too attracted to her, so I couldn't fuck that up. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, I, I don't know. This this was like just your average suburban family of the early 90s to mid-90s. The kids dressed like you dressed. He probably dressed like your dad dressed. Like, you know, all sorts of shit like that. And I feel like the Halloween episode for Home Improvement, at least this one specifically, like really nailed that 90s sitcom Halloween theme episode, just feeling when it comes to watching the show, like, you know, that this was like a big deal when it came on, like people were waiting for this, like this, this episode, man, flawless when it comes to, I guess sitcom television uh, i don't know i don't know what you want to and, say and you know what I, I appreciate so much too is that they they waited until the 28th to air the episode because like later on and like you know i noticed that like all the halloween specials would start airing like early october maybe mid-october and i'd always hate that because i'm like oh you guys this is like way too early like wait to the last possible episode before halloween airs to have your Halloween special. I think that's like the best time to ever like, you know, have those kind of things. But this does hit. It hits all the right notes, man. It it, it gives me this like this is like what Halloween in the 90s felt like to me, dude. Like th- this much excitement surrounded to a Halloween party somewhere. Yeah, like and, and like Mike, you know, my family didn't throw fucking cool Halloween parties like this and I wish they they did because it, it would be awesome. But that, that was always the best part of all of the home improvement Halloween specials was how much Tim and Jill were always into Halloween as much as the kids were. Like that was always such an it was an important part to me was the the how just the main focal point of the home improvement specials was Halloween. So Wednesday, October twenty eighth, nineteen ninety two. So this aired on a Wednesday. So that means... What a great uh, night for Halloween. Dude, Halloween, bro. Shit. This was an amazing week in 1992. I promise you. 
Yeah, that would have been fucking awesome. Well, I mean, we lived through this, so it's not like... <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome, bro. <laughs> Man, a Saturday Halloween in the early 90s. Like, imagine you were like 17 years old, 18 years old, like 1992 Halloween on a Saturday. You're like, fuck. Actually, no, you have to be like 16 because you yeah. got to be in school, like all that shit. Like, I, I think being 16 and 92 would have probably been like primo age to like really experience the 90s on a little bit of a different level than we did. Yeah, like we experienced it and it's a little bit less, you know, by by 92, I'm, you know, like maybe seven years old at this point. So not quite enjoying the same things as a 16 year old would be enjoying. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Uh, I was born in 87, late 87, as you know, November. So go. I was I was a little kid. So I enjoyed the 90s, but not to the extent I would have if I was 16 in 1992. Fucking hell So <laughs> I would have been hanging out with fucking Todd Sheets or some shit yeah, wearing a leather jacket in an alley somewhere. <laughs> So the general idea of this episode is the Taylor house will be the home to a Halloween party, right? And the kids are all excited. Tim and uh, Jill are excited. And basically, would you say that the main like thing in this is that who, who's he, Brad? Brad. The, the oldest, oldest one is Brad, right? Yeah. His like his crush or whatever came with a person that we covered before yeah it was kind of like an odd connection right yeah 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 so in our boy meets world episode you have Ryder strong playing sean right and in this episode of home improvement he plays danny fucking danny the boy the boy (laughs) that uh brad's you know crush or whatever ends up coming to the party with and he's and it's, stuck it's, looking like a little raggedy ass. Yeah, like, that's the Andy. best setup about Ooh. it is that, like, you know, Brad has to dress up like Raggedy Andy, and he's all fucking embarrassed about it. It's like the stupidest looking costume. Everybody else has cool shit on. But he's like, oh, I'm really into this chick, so, you know, I'm going to do what she wants to do. She wants to have these matching outfits. So when she shows up to the party with fucking Ryder Strong... Uh, you know, and they're dressed up like bikers, which I thought was fucking funny, <laughs> like, le- like legit badass bikers. And that's kind of like the character that like Ryder's playing throughout it, too, where he's like, I'm not afraid of anything. I'm a fucking tough guy. He's like got the leather jacket and shit. I'm like, this kid's like fucking seven years old. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to try to beat up fucking all coked up fucking Tim Allen. He's all yeah, like, and Brad, we're getting in a fist fight. It's so good. And he's like, hey, he started it. And immediately Tim Allen's like, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I guess fuck my son, right? Fuck him. <laughs> I know, right? I felt that way too. I was like, damn, I'm going to kick this kid out of my fucking house. I don't care who started it. My kid's always right. Dude, that's, that's like something that was always really funny to me as a kid. Like you're watching this show and like this kid's got like this girl coming over and he's all like fucking excited and all this shit. And I was thinking like, even all my friends, like, we never had... That was never a thing. No. It's like, dude, we're going to go to fucking 
this arcade for your birthday. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Or like we're going to come to your house and just like watch these fucked up movies and wrestle. Fucking somebody's going to get Pearl River. Lots plunge. of wrestling for sure. Yeah. <laughs> somebody's going to suffer some sort of spinal damage, but it's going to go undiagnosed for 20 years. Um, but like, I just, it always made me laugh because that was one thing that I just felt like never was like, that never happened. Like no. never. I mean, I'm maybe some of their people's, you know, life, but not ours. Not mine, anyways, for sure. Yeah. He, he, how old would you say he is? 10? Uh, he's got to be maybe 11, like 12. 12. I mean, I guess you're in middle school. No, there's no way he was in middle school. Man, it's tough. I would, it's got to be close to being like at least 12 years old. I'm saying I don't think he's a teenager yet, but maybe 11, 12 years old. I think their adult clothes are uh, <laughs> distorting your vision of <laughs> how old they are because they were wearing <laughs> leather jackets and biker hats. The Shawn Michaels it. biker hat. <laughs> okay, maybe, maybe, maybe 10 at the most, right? Yeah, yeah, that was it. At 10 years old, dude, you were fucking probably eating your boogers, fucking yeah. digging for worms in the backyard. I, I was wrestling, for sure. <laughs> fucking my, my Hulk Hogan buddy, and I was fucking body slamming that guy. <laughs> I'm trying to think, like, what happened in 1997 or, like, 1998? Like, what was I, besides wrestling, besides SummerSlam 98? Um... I don't know. I think mostly just like wrestling was my life. Like that buying my wrestling CCS figures catalog and, that would come in the yeah. mail. I'd fucking circle all the skateboards I was going to buy. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. That, that, you know what? At that age, I was, I was watching horror movies already. I was like yeah. really in. I, I was like, I had my tapes that I would tape off a cable and shit like that. Like, fuck yeah, man. <laughs> I got the super cut up version of Jason Takes Manhattan. Like, I'm going to watch this a million times. Fast forward the commercials. Yeah. So this one is a Halloween episode through and through, but it's not scary, right? Well, maybe till the end. The, uh, what do they call the basement? They keep calling it something. Oh, yeah. I, I, didn't, I don't remember the name of the basement, but the basement's basically like your typical like haunted house that like you would see at anyone's normal house. Not that you would go to and like pay a lot of money for, but like a basement that's set up in a really fucking dope-ass way. It was really good. It's it super good. And that's the thing about all the Home Improvement Halloween episodes is they all feature like really great sets. Like they all really go all out because it's always like the, uh, the you know, them having some kind of uh, Halloween party at the Taylor's house. You know, it's always kind of like the gist of like the Halloween episodes. And, and like one of my favorite characters on the show, the neighbor, Mr. Wilson, makes a great fucking appearance <laughs> as a mummy, which I, I think that was one of the best things ever. He's a big motherfucker, man. He He's looks like a big huge, dude in that. right? He's got to be like fucking 6'5". Damn. I got to look it him. up now. How I like tall that he is still Mr. Had Wilson? <laughs> I like that he still had the hat on too as a mummy though. They had yes. like that fishing it was hat. Good- <laughs> the hat that I wear to fucking VHS Fest every yeah. year. <laughs> I like also how they're all carving their faces in the pumpkins. Like like Wilson has his face carved in a pumpkin. Al Borland had his face carved in the pumpkin. Like you know, to me I- that uh, that's just funny. Like I always liked somebody Al- had to carve those. I guess. Oh, for sure, they had a professional carver for that shit. But I always had like a soft spot in my heart for Al because he looks like very close to my father, <laughs> like very, <laughs> very close to my father. So growing up, I was like, 
Al's okay with me. He's an all right guy. Well, well he was a good guy. He was he always was too. a good guy, right? I don't he think he was ever like dad. the bad guy. No. He's just a, he's just there. He's making his money. He's on a TV show. He's a nice guy. You know, as my help. dad was single growing up, it was just me and him. So I had a, they had a lot in common. They wore a lot of flannel. They didn't have a significant yeah. other. I was like, now dude. You, now you just wear a lot of flannel. Yeah. Like this is, I've <laughs> kind of like grown into a bigger bearded fucking Al Borland. Honestly, I'm a carpenter. <laughs> it all makes sense now. Dude, look at that, man. Nailed it. You nailed Full your circle. life goal. Yeah, to, I knew what I wanted. To be fucking Al Borland. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So another little uh, side story to this is that Jill goes to get her Halloween costume. It's supposed to be the scariest one that the store has ever carried. And what does she it's, come it's home scary. as, Grizz? A giant fucking carrot. Dude, <laughs> I love it though. Like, like you said, this isn't like the scariest episode of all time, but it, this is so Halloween. Like, it, yes. it it represents all aspects of Halloween: the goofy, the scary, the fun, and just like it really made me miss being a kid this time of year. Yeah, definitely. But the reason why I mentioned her costume was because there was like that little kid. That she was talking to. Oh, the uh, fucking annoying kid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes to her. This is just a part that I found incredibly funny. He goes to Jill. He's like, why did Brad leave the party? She's like, oh, because he's really embarrassed. <laughs> and he goes, so when are you leaving? You're going to leave the party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, my God. That and that's it. Dude, that kid also says... Oh, I like your costume. You can't see how fat you are. <laughs> Curtis. That was the kid's name. Oh, my God. And like, I like that character because, like, we've all known that kid. We've all known a fucking Curtis. kid who is outspoken and will say exactly what is on their mind, even if they probably don't have the understanding that you shouldn't yeah. be saying those things. So oh, my God. It, it's a perfect representation of childhood. Dude, that shit cracked me the fuck up. I was dying. I was actually LOLing. I like it even more when she shit. had to take a piss and she couldn't get her fucking her carrot off. So like they're they're, <laughs> they're trying, and then Curtis is like going to the bathroom, but she like fucking checks him into the Pulses wall. Him. Get out yeah. of here, fucking Adam boy, and throws him. <laughs> shit. I was like, yeah, I like that. Oh my god, this Child episode abuse. was awesome. <laughs> I, Let's let's just talk about one more time that basement setup because the ending of the movie, because the ending of the show, they all go down there to try to scare the kids, and Danny, the tough guy, biker kid that came with uh, Brad's crush, is like, "This isn't scary. This is fucking stupid. This is whatever. This is just you know somebody dressed up in a mask," and they hit him with the old. Al Borland <laughs> headless head in a box, I guess. Yeah, I like that gag. And I like that they had like one of the other kids like playing Al's body and like yes. running around. And it's headless. like this tiny Al Borland. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. This ending was really awesome to me because they obviously like scare the little kid, I guess. Good for them. But it's just the way that everything just like. You see Al's head in this box, and then like Wilson gets uncovered as the mummy. You see like the body running and all that shit. It's oh, so and Tim's good. the fucking old lady Frankenstein. Fucking 
thing, dude. It's so funny. Oh, my God. This episode was awesome. Seriously. Yeah. This is one that you have to 100% go back and rewatch. I feel like we were all over the place with this, but it's because it was that good. And whenever we watch something that's really good, we're all over the fucking place. Yeah, and it's like this doesn't have like this giant story for us to like kind of lay out for you guys. It's kind of a, a pretty simple episode, but it just really fucking captures a time and place. And like I said, it it was so good that it made me fucking depressed after I watched it. So, but I'm going to go back and I'm going to watch every single one of the home improvement Halloween episodes now, because I just have like this, uh, this like sweet tooth for this kind of nostalgia. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely going to go back and watch a few more of these because I forgot how good this show was. And this is even like, Holds I up. mean, yeah, I mean, this is season two. So this is like the beginning of the whole show basically yeah, goes on for old. how many fucking dude how many seasons is fucking the kids go to college at one point don't yeah, they yeah they get they get like fucking like i know like the oldest well i know mark goes through like a goth stage and he's wearing like tool shirts and shit <laughs> at one point <laughs> there's eight seasons so yeah i mean these i know like the oldest does go to college so i remember there's like college episodes where like he's fucking an adult looking guy <laughs> It's so fucking weird. Oh my god! So uh, yeah, tool tool time, home improvement. Tool time. I used to call it that yeah. all the time, man. Home improvement, the haunting of Taylor House. It's on Amazon Prime. If you Google it, you could probably find another uh, another version of the show. Yeah. Uh, definitely go check it out. It definitely put me in the Halloween mood while I was watching it. And it also depressed both of us. Yeah. So, uh, Grizz, let's hit the trailer for this week's movie and complete this Halloween season.
Hack-O-Lantern or Halloween Night because there are two VHS releases of this movie and they have different names, different artwork, and they're both cool as fuck. Right, yep, same movie. No, not, not a different movie, release, though. not a different cut or anything, but it's it's the same movie, just two different uh, companies and two very cool boxes. Yeah, I have the Atlas Entertainment one. Um, this is the one that has a jack o' lantern in the background with a knife in the foreground. It says from the director of Night Eyes, Halloween Night. And you would have no idea that this movie is Hack-O-Lantern by the look of this. No idea. (laughs) Even Uh, like, I've always thought that too. Like even the name, even the name Hack-O-Lantern and Halloween Night, I don't really feel like, I don't know. Like I I, I get, it kind of fits the movie, but I I feel like this movie could be rebranded as something a lot more on, uh, on brand. I like Hack-O-Lantern as a name for the movie. I feel like I feel like it works. Just not that it has anything to really do with the movie, but I feel like the the general ambiance of the whole film fits Hack-O-Lantern. Yeah, yeah. It's better than Halloween Night. Night. It's better than the only reason. The only reason I say uh, Halloween Night isn't good is I feel like the the movie is better than that name. True. You know what I mean? Like the the name doesn't do the movie justice and people may pass over it, I guess. I mean, I like the artwork on this VHS tape and the artwork on the um, the original because this is actually the second release. Right. The artwork on the original has like the woman from the DC. Lac- is, is, she's not actually in the band. No, she's just from the video. She's, yeah, she's in that video, but she's on the cover. It's like a very vibrant. It's like orange, right? It's fucking yeah, it's bright cool. orange. It's cool. And they're both. Cool. I think that uh, the the Halloween night name and then like the the hackle lantern name and everything. I do think the hackle lantern is 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 much more suitable for this movie. Halloween night just kind of makes me. I think people would look would look at that movie and then like expect something very different than what they get with this movie you know like when i hear halloween night i'm thinking something much i don't know just because maybe the movie halloween is so branded at that point like it's such a big thing so like whenever you hear the 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 name halloween you're expecting something where if you hear hack-o-lantern you're like okay this is gonna be fucking badass this is gonna be brutal (laughs) you know hacko that already sounds fucking cool One thing that I have to say is that I'm surprised that they, on either release, really, they didn't lean into like the metal factor of the movie. You know what I mean? Like a lot of these movies, they kind of, they, they'll have some sort of inkling that there's like metal music or whatever in the movie by the cover art, like, you know, Black Roses and Rocktober Blood and all shit like that. And this one, like, you would have no idea. And I really consider this a metal movie. Like, it oh, really, to me. I think so. I think it is. I mean, maybe at least the first, like, half of it, not so much the second half. I think I, I wish they would have brought more of it back for the second half of the movie. It would have been fucking awesome. But there's enough of it in the first half of the movie where this is a fucking metal horror movie, dude. And this is, like, yeah. probably the best fucking metal horror movie, in my opinion. You think this is the best out of all of them that you can think of? I love Black Roses. 
So like to me, it's it's hard to beat Black Roses, but this is right right up there with it. And then follow these two up with Shock 'em Dead. I'm a I'm very different than other people's opinions. I know people love Trick or Treat and all that stuff, dude. But those are the top three for me. I I think to me, Trick or Treat is number one. That See? that to me is I, like, I, and I get it. I I get it. I I would say this is two. I like Rocktober Blood three. And Black Roses, I would put four. I'm I'm not really a huge Black Roses fan. I'm a Lizzie Borden guy, I get man. It. I can't help it. Well, that's it. the thing. I I get it. I get it. I understand, man. And I'm I not get the, I do, and I get the trick or treat thing. It's a it's a good movie. The cameos alone is very metal. So like, I, and I see the the hype around it. I was just never in love with that movie. I would rather watch this, to be honest with you. I saw this one later in life compared to the others. I wonder I if that like, would make a difference, honestly. If, if like you had saw this first, if this would have had like a bigger impact on you. I don't know. I really well, dude. I saw. Let's see. I saw Return of the Living Dead Part Two first, I believe, uh, and then I saw Part One. And I look at them as two different movies. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Like two different like things where it's like, oh, one's not better than the other. They're just different. Because I love part two. Part two is like, is, you know, I fucking love that movie. It's one of the best but, movies of all time. But part one, I also fucking love, but it's like a different way. Part one gave me like half the bands that I fucking listen to now. I learned from that movie when I was Yeah, a kid. you have to have a different appreciation. You know, and, and it's cool what you just said, dude, that you watched the number one and you, you really liked it because you started connecting all of like the bands that you had been listening to. And the samples and stuff like that from that movie. And that's just another cool way to be like, you know, uh, having a different time and place to experience art from a different time. You know, like that stuff had come out when you were like still not able to really experience it. So you didn't get the experience that you had at the time of the release. But now you have all these other ways of knowing about it through music where you're like, dude, this fucking movie's where this came from. And this is where this came yeah. from. And it's just, it's really fucking cool to hear a different perspective of movie watching only based on a time frame of when you watch it. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. It's almost like it's a door, right? That swings both ways. Cause sometimes you'll see the movie and then you'll hear a band and you'll be like, Oh, I, I, I know that clip from that, from the, like this movie. Right. Sometimes you hear the band and then you realize that they're in a movie or that the, the music's in a movie or that they used a clip from a movie or whatever. Like, it's fucking crazy how that works. And I mean, Return of the Living Dead, I feel like did that to a lot of people. Like a lot of young people probably saw that and went like, wow, I really like this music. Like this, this music's fucking great. Like what bands are these? And all of a sudden you're listening to fucking TSOL and shit. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like to me, that's what happened to me. I mean, I had that fucking soundtrack and I would play that while I was skateboarding and all this shit. Like, dude, I feel like if I would have saw Hack o Lantern at that time, I would have had the DC LaCroix fucking album. How could you I mean, not? shit, I have it now. I, I have mean, it now dude, inside the 12 inch. <laughs> and the thing that blows my mind about it is that like, and I, I guess to be fair, I've not dived in to the rest of their catalog. So I can't say that like, I know for a fact that the rest of their songs are as good as the devil's son. But bro, that fucking song Dude, is fire. That's a good song, man. How did that we not fucking, blow up? How did it not blow I, up? 
I don't. Yeah, I don't get that either. How the fuck did this band not not? I've never heard of this band before before this movie. Me neither. That's what I'm. That's what I'm getting at. How? 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 This this song was awesome. She's fucking getting it, bro. Like I'm like, oh, like there's so many worse bands. Is it because she's a fucking chick singer and like that wasn't like the? Uh, but dude, there's other chicks at the time in the eighties that, that were killing like Benatar. I thought they like yeah, I like it's different. Gave, you know, I don't know. If somebody knows why DC Lacroix never did anything, let us know. And they look good too. Even the dudes were hot. I'm like, damn, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Guys ripping solos too. Yeah. No joke. They know how to play. It's not like there was some fucking. You watch some of these movies. And you're like, wow band sucks the only one <laughs> that didn't know I how mean? to play was tommy and that was obvious <laughs> yeah yeah but he knew how to make the faces like the dude do that shoulder fucking dance he had like a guitar it was like shaped like an axe or whatever right dude, it was like was a gene sweet. simmons fucking guitar oh my god oh my awesome. god dude that whole fucking that this movie's music metal video, as fuck yeah, yeah. So Tommy's putting like his headphones on because his mom's giving him shit, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> he puts his headphones on. And he starts listening to DC Lacroix, and he all of a sudden just pictures himself in this music video. And eventually, he gets killed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what the was, fuck is going on? It's a good vision. <laughs> it's like a trident, right? It was a trident. <laughs> yeah, like this sexy, like Shiva, like fucking many armed crazy woman comes out of nowhere in the music video and starts like laser eyeing everybody. Yeah, from the cover. And then fucking, she fucking turns this guitar into a trident and stabs him in the fucking neck with it and beheads him. <laughs> I'm like, yes! This oh is kinky. my god. Dude, what a fucking, what a sequence in a movie. What a fucking sequence. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Honestly, this is the best Halloween movie, in my opinion. Like, I'm so glad we saved this for last. Because, like, yeah, this is what I want to watch this time of year. This invokes Dude. everything about the season that I fucking love, man. Literally everything. It has everything. 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 There's, like, Before weird we- satanic shit going on. <laughs> There's a fucking Halloween party. There's boobies. There's fucking creepy moms killing people this is the best fucking halloween movie you could ever imagine i'm i'm saying it dude so the guy that plays tommy gregory scott cummins in this movie he looks about 30 years old but he's supposed to be 18 right Yeah, he looks so old bro dude he (laughs) imagine going to a girl's house when you're in high school and that's her older brother oh my god you'd be shitting bricks dude you'd be shitting your pants and dude, the one sister, she's trying to get a little something, something from her boyfriend, and Tommy's not having that shit. No, Tommy whoops that ass, no. dude, and then dude. later, fucking shovels that fucking head, <laughs> like totally kills well, the boyfriend. That wasn't him. That wasn't him shoveling him. You think it's the mom? No, it was. It was the grandfather. Okay, it's the grandfather. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. that time it was. So they okay. We got some discussion too later on about like who's doing what and when and stuff yeah, like that. Because yeah. oh, I read I some stuff and, and people were fucking all over the place. Yeah, yeah. No, I I get it, dude. Every single character in this movie is fucking crazy. High Pike as Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween. You do a mean Alberta. High Pike, dude. 
I'm going to touch ya. (laughs) (laughs) He's like setting up this kid from when he was maybe like fucking six years old to be, I guess, like a some sort of satanic priest, right? He's like, your power will be realized tonight. Dude, I love the fact that you're doing (laughs) (laughs) I can only do high pike impressions. That's it. It's so good. he, He keeps doing this shit. And like the kid, I guess Tommy's like going along with it, right? He's like down. But High Pike, the whole movie, looks fucking nuts. When he's younger, oh, God. he's got, got like the, the makeup. Like his, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. He's got like goth. He looks like Robert Smith, right? Yeah. With the dyed hair and everything. He's he looks like, like Marilyn oh. Manson now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> And then when he's like older, like they kind of did they accentuate the fact he's got a huge gut? I like think was that so. on purpose? I, I, I feel like I like noticed it more. <laughs> but everybody, like the mom, is fucking kind of crazy looking, right? Like she's kind of off her rocker a bit. It's, it's just really like cartoonish to the point that it's awesome. All right, like, so I have they to really nailed this. I, I I like caught something this watch that I guess I didn't really like put too much thought into before. And I might be over reading into the the line a little bit, but I want to get your take on it. So, like to set it up, in the beginning here, we find uh, we see that uh, Grandpa High Pike ends up killing Tommy and his brother and sister's father for being a nosy son of a bitch and fucking putting his, you know, <laughs> you shouldn't have come exactly. Here. He shouldn't have came. They're getting no fucking business showing up to the ceremony, and he ends up getting killed. And they set his car on fire with him inside. So, anyways, later on in the movie, Tommy's they set dad's around out of the this picture. car on fire. Oh yeah, around it. It's a nice car. They're not gonna burn that up, bro. Come on. Well, you see, like the ditch. You see it, <laughs> it like actually. Is, like- yeah, <laughs> it's a good effect. So, Tommy's dad's out of the picture and shit. But then, like later on, like Grandpa's trying to fucking recruit Tommy and shit like that, and the mom like stops him in the road. So it's just her and Grandpa there. And they're having this interaction, and and like he's like. Tommy's our boy and shit like that and then like it cuts to them like having this weird like rapey flashback of them like at a wedding where like the dad's like getting it on kind of with the daughter so it's like oh not kinda yeah yeah so like is Tommy the son of grandpa is Tommy yeah, his is that the yeah. like the implications going on here that he's like an incestual yeah, kid yep cause remember in the beginning when they kill the dad He's like, leave my son alone. And he goes, he was never your son to begin with. See, yeah. So, see, on my first watch, I'm like, oh, he's the devil's son. <laughs> right? But I'm like, well, oh, wait, no. Like, he's, he's he, he fucked his daughter. And, like, that's yeah, like a yeah. flipper kid. So that's yeah. unfortunate. Hi, Hi Pike had a <laughs> child with his daughter. And that is I guess, like, that's that's why Tommy's so evil. Right? <laughs> He's an incestual baby. You know, that fucking incest blood makes you evil. That's, some, that's like some Jason Voorhees shit. You know what I that's mean? Where, that's where Rob Zombie learned all of his movies. He's like, oh, I watched Hackle Lantern and incest makes you evil. Now I get it. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude. What an odd, like, subplot, like, minor subplot to this movie that didn't need to be there, but it made it that much better. It because blew, 
this was the first time I realized it, and it blew my fucking mind. I was like, oh well, now, my god. Now it makes the end make more sense. Yeah, totally. Right? Like, it, it makes way more sense now. But this movie is just out of control. The killer, who you know, fuck it, I'll spoil that yeah, for you. We're, Actually, we're gonna spoil. We're gonna spoil this whole movie. Yeah. Um, the killer throughout the movie is not Tommy. It's actually Grandpa. It's High Pike going around in this like devil mask and this giant robe. And I don't know how you could confuse them and all that shit, but whatever. Either way, because Tommy looks like he's about six foot three and fucking he's jacked. But High Pike is the killer. And throughout the movie, we get like a handful of kills. There's not a ton in this movie, but I feel like all the kills you get are pretty fucking good. Like they're, they all have like something in it where it's like, wow, that was, so, that's pretty gnarly. So grandpa kills sexy blonde pentagram booty chick. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So I have to, I will admit that my ignorance here, I didn't, I didn't know that. So in like my watch of it, I'm thinking that because like in those scenes, the the killer does look pretty slim. Like he looks pretty tall and slim. He's wearing a black outfit. I'm like, this is a pretty tall motherfucker. This has got to be Tommy. He's wearing Tommy's clothes. So I'm thinking that like, okay, Tommy's down because Tommy's been down with the satanic clown for a while. He's been doing this, you know, and he's fucking running around with grandpa. He's got the necklace. So I'm like, okay, he's cool with fucking killing other people. It's only when asked to kill his own family member that he's like, bro, I ain't, come on, <laughs> grandpa. Like, I can't do this, dude. <laughs> so like, yeah, I, I, that's what that's I thought. Sister, bro. Yeah. Like, I thought like, you know, the, everybody else was fair game. That's why I thought the shovel, the head of the boyfriend was, was Tommy. I thought all of that was Tommy. And then I thought the switch up at the end with the mom was the fucking, <laughs> you know, I thought that was like the fucking, you know, pull the rug out from underneath you yeah, at the end no, kind of thing. No, no. But. Well, that still was supposed to be like a pull the rug out kind of thing. But uh, High Pike is the killer throughout the whole movie. He's the one that's dispatching these people. Well, when you worship the devil, you can slim yourself out and grow a couple inches. <laughs> yes, yes. And at, and at the end, uh, that is the mom in the other one. It's not Tommy. Right. So Tom, Tommy really didn't really kill anybody <laughs> right the mom kills the grandpa in the end yes yes uh she's the one who battles him on the fucking uh the steps at the party that's it's the grandpa so uh, that's the mom versus the grandpa and then the other son who happens to be a cop we forgot to mention that he shoots her and but Roger. they don't they think it's tommy so we just spoiled the whole movie for you. And we'll see you next week with uh, Waterworld. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it's it's a little confusing. Uh, the first time I saw this movie, I, I probably was confused. <laughs> I've watched it a, a few times, so I'm, I'm pretty, uh, I guess, knowledgeable with what's going on in this bitch. Uh, okay, so now uh, I'm glad because I have questions, Michael, and I need answers. So... Now what are the, your questions? <laughs> <laughs> so at the end, when when grandpa grandpa is dying, and, and now Roger is there the in front of him, in the blood. Yeah, and he gives him the fucking horns on the head. So Roger is not a fucking incestual flipper kid like Tommy. No, it's, but it's, he was possessed. He was so possessed. the it hand, to him. the hand touching him, possessed him. 
yeah. kind of a thing. Okay, I got it. So now he's the high priest at the end. Mm-hmm. He's Which the I one liked. That took, I liked the turn. The yeah, I he almost that, looks dude. like the guy from the first Ghoulies, though. He did. When he's wearing bit. the rope. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I, the I see that. Powers in the blood. Powers <laughs> in the Ghoulies. Now <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a crossover that I would gladly I'd take. see that shit for sure. <laughs> But, you know, I've seen people say that there's no story in this fucking movie. Makes no sense. I think this story makes tons of sense. I think this movie actually is a little bit more well put together than a lot of the other shit that we've been watching. Not necessarily for Halloween, but just in general. Like, I didn't have a problem following what the overall idea of the movie was, which... Sometimes, like, you'll read on Letterboxd people's reviews, and it's like, did we watch the same fucking movie? Like, what the fuck is going on? Right? I feel like this, the story is pretty linear. It's not like it's throwing any real, like, fucking crazy curveballs at you. And either way way that you kind of, like, look at the story, whether you think it's, you know, Tommy killing the people or you, you know, you realize that it's Grandpa killing the people, like, the story, like, is cool and, and fitting either way that you're watching it and it and it's linear still either way so like i can get how people could read it in a different way it took me a couple watches to like put together that like oh grandpa's the fucking son that whole fucking thing so like that is a cool that makes this story really fucking heavy dude and like you were saying i think this is a a better story front to back once you get the whole gist of it than a lot of other movies that we've covered that have made probably (laughs) a lot more money than this I, this is a movie where you just gotta watch it twice. Just watch it twice. Yeah, I think two solid watches you'll get a, a, a better a grip on what what happens. Especially if they're like you know back to back watches, like in the same week, you'll yeah. really get it. Here's a hard question for you: Who's your favorite character in this movie? You know, there's there's some iconic characters. Um, Grandpa is obviously an easy go to. Tommy's a badass. I kind of like Roger, man. The the unsuspecting cop brother and like he, he's in the my favorite one. he's in my favorite scene of the movie where like he fucks that chick on a dead body, which is like she's like holding the hand. Yeah, like it's like I think it's kind of overlooked as like, oh, this is kind of like a dumb scene, but I'm like yo, they're fucking on a dead body. This is crazy. Yeah. Like yeah, that was kind of cool to me. I like that part. And, and like just the ending of like Roger's reveal, he looked so cool as the fucking high priest and stuff. And it was a left turn I didn't see coming. I liked that character a lot, especially because like he you don't he he is played up as like the, like I want to keep the family together and I'm here for mom and all that shit and stuff. I'm a good and guy. Like, yeah, I liked it, dude. I I have to go with Tommy. I He's love the, the fucking character. Dude, I get it. It's yeah. so fu- it's so fucking funny to me. Just the way he acts, the way he dresses, like the things that he does, the things that he says. It's just so like over the top. And it's like, I, I knew that guy. You know what I mean? Like I knew Mike, that you guy. You are up. that guy. I see you fucking <laughs> pumping the iron with the fucking headband on, with the fucking wasp <laughs> playing. Dude, that's 100% me. I'm sorry. That's why I said it. Fuck it. <laughs> and I, I, I know a lot of people would say uh, grandpa, but, you know, I just feel like Tommy has the edge. He's just a little cooler to me just because it's he's got the fucking 
you know, the sleeves all rolled up. He's got yeah. the fucking black boots. He's got the black jeans. That cool dude's guy, tall man. as fuck, too, man. He, he, well, when you're 30 he's got years like old, you know? tall coolness going on, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll put High Pike as the uh, a close second. It's okay. He's good enough. <laughs> so is this a movie that you would say, um, like, all right, you you want to watch a movie on Halloween night? Like, this is a movie you watch. Or do you feel like this is more of a movie that, like, you watch leading up to Halloween? Because to me, I feel like this is a movie that would get me in the mood for Halloween, but not necessarily a movie I would watch on Halloween, if that makes sense. Kind of like a build-up kind of a film for yeah. you? Yeah. I don't know, dude. This is a great movie for me to watch. I would, I would not hesitate to watch this on Halloween night. I think maybe like for for Halloween night, I would start with something like this and then finish with like Soul of the Demon. I think that's like a a, a great like fucking Halloween back to back to just get me in that like here's like a campy like fun, you know, kind of satanic fucking horror movie. And then here's like a really fucking gory, cool Halloween fucking horror movie. Uh, I think that would be a fun uh, a fun back to back. But ah man, I, I think maybe peanuts halloween special might beat it a little bit just because of the great pumpkin <laughs> so, so you're watching this on friday instead of saturday yeah, in 1992 saturday. that's that's probably what it is <laughs> here's here's a good one here's a good question for you name me three movies that you would watch on halloween or you would consider a good halloween night watch three movies well, I would probably add this one in now because uh, I really do enjoy this movie a lot. And, and to be honest with you, one that I would have to to add in too is one that we covered that you introduced me to is that scary movie, dude. You have turned me into a, a, a oh, hardcore yeah. fan of that movie. Uh, it was so much fun. I think that's probably the perfect Halloween uh, movie night, to be honest. So that would probably be my number one. Um, another one that I would really enjoy to watch leading up to Halloween it's just because and it's really not uh, not leading up not leading up this is on halloween on halloween night. okay uh another one that i would watch on halloween night and it's not a halloween movie at all but it's been a horror movie that i've been watching my entire life it's freddy's dead i watch it every october oh, shit. i shit. i dude nightmare on elm street is my go-to franchise and freddy's dead is just have a special place in my heart it's not the best in the series but Fucking Carlos and those Q-tips, man! God damn it! <laughs> Did you watch it this year yet? I have not. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it on Halloween probably. So very nice, very good. I might even Let's do a full if- fucking like nightmare marathon Halloween. We'll see. Damn, dude! I just watched them all like not straight through, but like one after the other, like one one night, another one, you know, the next night. You've been and doing that. You just finished that fucking Final Destination marathon yeah, dude, of yours, I'm, dude. I'm, I'm brushing up on all my uh, essentials of, I, like uh, I guess, my childhood and or teen years. You going to do Urban but, Legends next? Oh, dude. I don't know I don't, if I can I haven't watched that, that shit in forever. Yeah, I, I don't know if I could do that. Um, but I watched all those Nightmare on Elm Street movies, and you know what? They're actually more entertaining than I remember. Really I don't know are. why those later ones they're not that bad but we covered Freddy's Dead at one point so yeah we yeah go back and listen to it it was a great episode uh the only one like the later ones that I have a hard time with is that Wes Craven's new nightmare it's just a little too different a little different too time. out there for me 
I don't like care for the Freddy. Freddy. Yeah, yeah, you don't want real world Freddy. You want oh, fucking yeah. dream. Dream Freddy. Uh, if I had to pick three, man, scary movies on there. It has to be. I would 100% say Night of the Demons. That's another one that I feel oh, like is dude, an yeah, absolute that, Halloween watch. How do you pick three? You're right, dude. It's tough. It's hard. And my third for a Halloween night watch. You know, man, I I think for a, a, like a solid night of Halloween movies, I would actually have to go with me. I, oh, man, this is a hard decision for me. You I'm surprised what? you I haven't said Halloween or something yet. I, know. I was going to say, well, I was going to say maybe Halloween three. I like that. But, I would I would take that over the other other in the series, honestly. But I'm I'm trying to think more like what I'm gonna watch on Halloween. You know what I mean? So scary movie, Night of the Demons. And I think my third movie, if I had to pick one, you know what man, I think I would have to do Halloween three. I think that would be it. Because I, like I'm not gonna watch Darkness on Halloween. That's not a Halloween movie. No. Like everybody's wearing a T-shirt and shorts and shit. Um, like I, I think it has to be Halloween three. Insane. <laughs> I kind of got in a, into a discussion with somebody who is like kind of new to 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 Halloween recently and stuff like that. And uh, I was because they didn't they they would just realize that Halloween three wasn't, you know, didn't involve Michael Myers and the whole realization of that happening. And uh, they they were kind of put off by it. And I was kind of saying that, dude, I I wish more than anything that that would have fucking stuck and that we would have got so many more of the Halloween anthologies because three is if, if you go into it with not the expectations of it being a Michael Myers Halloween movie, it fucking rocks man yeah. i really like that movie i would enjoy the individual stories like ho- so different good. halloween stories dude that'd be and bring awesome. michael back on another one you know maybe part six michael has another another story to tell but but It'd be more powerful if you did it exactly like, oh, fuck, dude, like, there he is finally dude people would <laughs> fucking lose their shit if you did that that would have been the smart play well not everything is you know yeah. Time Not is everything's what it is. perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so, Grizz, why don't you give me uh, your final thoughts on Hackle Lantern? Man, Hackle Lantern is the movie to watch this year, this Halloween. If you haven't seen it, you got to dial it up. It's available online. You can find Blu-rays if you're lucky enough to own one of the tapes, uh, either the Hackle Lantern or the Halloween Night. Show everybody you can, man. This movie fucking rocks. Yeah, I agree. This is definitely a must watch before Halloween, on Halloween, whatever the fuck you want. It's on, uh, I think it's on Tubi. It's on Tubi for I, free. Yep, it's on Shudder. I think there's a Joe, there's a Joe Bob special that has this on it. Uh, this is a hundred percent like right up your alley if you're into like 80s metal or just dumb fucking metal movies or even slasher movies. This, this thing is fucking perfect. If you like Ghoulies, you would probably like this movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I think this is a perfect movie to end our Halloween month with because it really just hits on everything we enjoy. It's got a little bit of everything. It it just puts you in that mood to go carve a pumpkin, put a fucking movie yeah, on. Dude, it really does. You know what I mean? <laughs> this shit's fucking awesome. Definitely go and find this. Like he said, go find the tape if you're feeling adventurous. 
because you're gonna have to. Good luck. Yeah, you're gonna have to dig deep. So, Grizz. <laughs> Not my cold, dead yeah. hands. I'm getting buried with mine. Uh, Grizz, let's head over to the video drop box and see what we're starting November with. Okay, we're back in the video Dropbox. We got to get out of that Halloween mentality when it comes to picking movies, even though our next movie could also be some sort of Halloween movie because this one fucks. <laughs> <laughs> we will be watching the 1982, I believe it was a video nasty, The Slayer. This is a fucking awesome movie. Uh, when I say like, oh, go back and check out the video nasties, like all those movies that were banned in England and all that shit. This is one of the ones that like, this fucking movie rules. Like this is a legit, like if I saw this in 1982 and I was like fucking 10 years old, I would have nightmares like a motherfucker. <laughs> so I, this is one of the movies that like I've seen this cover like a million times, but I've never like sat down and watched the film. So when you uh, when you said, hey, what about, you know, watching this film for next week? I, I Googled the name of the film and I just kind of like looked at some images. And the only image that I saw first and foremost was a picture of a decapitated head on a bed. And without hesitation, I said, Mike, we're going to watch this movie next week. Yeah, I'll watch this. <laughs> I'm excited already. I have the original Vipgo release of this. Uh, oh, that's a dope release, a too. It looks beautiful. Yeah, luckily I have a, uh, a PAL NTSC player, so I can actually watch it. But uh, let's let's hit the trailer, and we'll talk a little bit more about this. What you're about to see may shock you. It may frighten you more than you've ever been frightened before. Don't worry, it's only a maddening, horrifying nightmare. Or is it? What are you gonna do? Fire some flares. Did you give her the pills like I told you? Maybe it's not a nightmare after all. It's just some phenobar. No. It's for your own no. good, Kay. No, no. Feel better after you get to sleep. No, you don't. The Slayer. Here. Are they really alone, or is there an unwelcome guest? <laughs> is this a nightmare, or is it the fears we all have when we're alone in the 
if it's only a nightmare. Why is everybody dead? Prepare yourself, because you will never want to be alone again. Prepare yourself for the Slayer. So this movie is one that if you're in the VHS community, you'll probably recognize it from, there's a really cool Planet Video release of this. There's a few others, but it's it's always an expensive movie whenever it fucking comes up. And uh, I could see why. There's probably not too many copies of this around at this point. They're always beat the fuck up. Those Planet Video ones, for some reason... Just always look like somebody did took not fucking, hold up, dude. Yeah, like somebody <laughs> took sandpaper to it or some shit. I don't know. But there's a few releases uh, that were put out over here. What I think there's a marquee video, Canadian Slip. Um, my Vipco that's from the UK is a clamshell, like one of the fucking the nice Vipcos. Um, I'll have to look to see what else they how else they release this i know that there's Those a continental the big box double feature oh yeah it is on the double feature continental you're right so that would be like the but, four that i'm aware yeah of. but i think um all of planet video stuff ended up being released on continental because yeah. they have that nightmare and all that shit i think it was same thing with marquees like that they had a lot of the continental stuff yeah didn't they have um uh deadly spawn right isn't that then you have a marquee I also know that Marquis released that one movie that we covered a while back, uh, that Fred Olin Ray movie, Scalps. They have a really cool, uh, like the main release, I think, is from Marquis Video that everyone knows about. Yeah, I, I think that is the main release that you generally see people with. I had the Japanese slipcase of it that, but I so traded it. Oh, did I you? It for, <sighs> yeah, I traded it for some stuff that I needed. Fair uh, enough. I it was pretty I sweet, though. What did I trade it for? I think I traded it for, um, oh man, it, it was it was something, it was something that I needed. It was a, a version of darkness I needed, and maybe something else. I figured it was and, probably uh, a darkness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe violent shit or something like that, like a the uh, German release. Well, it was that like a German bootleg. Like a, oh yeah, that I don't even know how talking to, about yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Fucking weird. But um, I can't wait to watch this. I haven't I haven't watched that tape in a while, so it should be good to uh, kind of get back into the groove of shitty old movies that we <laughs> that we enjoy on the show. Yeah, and we were to talking. Cleanse the palate. Yeah, we were talking uh, before we started recording today how much that we were really enjoying doing this. Like you know, we do we've been doing the Halloween specials beforehand and stuff like that, and. So we're going to try to maybe think of some more things that we can uh, watch or listen to that would be appropriate to uh, to things that we normally love and talk about here on Bad Taste that we can uh, get a little bit of a digestion on before our movies each week. Try to keep this trend yeah. going a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll surprise you every week with a little, uh, I guess, a mini review of something else, a yeah, smaller like clip of media <laughs> it's been fun so know. we're gonna keep it going yeah plus it gives us something to watch right yeah. <laughs> can never, can never no watch enough life. tv so. i guess <laughs> <laughs> so grizz we're wrapping up our halloween episode is there anything that you want to say to all these people that are probably sad that this season is ending and that the stores are now filled with christmas stuff and they're gonna have to fucking go see family for thanksgiving what, what, what Halloween wisdom can the Halloween homeboy bestow upon our listeners? 
I want everybody to know that, yes, this is a very sad time of year. And as the Halloween homeboy makes his final transformation into the Hollywood homeboy, <laughs> I want everybody to know that I will be back next year, as I will every year, and we will continue this Halloween party in 2022. Yes, there we go. Some <laughs> wow, some eloquent words Thanks, from man. the Halloween homeboy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i know how people get depressed that halloween's almost over and all that shit but you know what it's halloween every day here at the bad taste video podcast kind of it's halloween night no, every night yeah, with that's us totally right true <laughs> yeah yeah fuck it look at us we're fucking we're two ghouls here Creeps. two ghoul for school right uh grizz where can they find you on the internet you can find me on instagram at kane underscore enabler and you can find me at Bad Taste Video, and you can find everything we do at www.badtastevideo.com. Please like us, subscribe to us, leave us a good review, listen to all our friends, go listen to Keg Stan's podcast over there, Laser Graves, right? Can't get uh, enough of I believe they did an episode on hack lantern slash Halloween night last year. So why yes. don't you go back and listen to their episode? You can see how much, uh, how much better it is than ours. Yeah. You can right? listen to ours first, and then you can listen to all the actual information they'll give you on their, on yeah, their podcast. Yeah, yeah, not two fools talking out of their asses, <laughs> right? I'll give you the actual details. I can details. tell you this. I'll come correct with the Slayer next week. That's, that's right. for sure. Um, Oh my god! I'm gonna, I'm gonna just wait till next week. Gonna make a lot of Kerry King references. Yeah, exactly. uh, <laughs> we will uh, be back next week with, like I said, the Slayer. Happy Halloween!